access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Full access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. podcast another week to hear the voices of apple that's right it's will it's now keto frank we are both here today to talk about a lot of apple stories that happened during the week but guess what this ain't the first episode this is number 57 that means there are 56 other episodes to listen to before you get back to this one so stop what you're doing go back and listen to the other episodes because guess what they are Phenomenal episodes, and we talk a lot about Apple and the Apple Store journey. My name is Will TLD. I am here, of course, with my co-host in Florida that is stuck down there because the FBI will not let him back to Jersey because of COVID. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. Frank Funk. Hey, what's going on, Will? Good Man, every, everything is wonderful right now. You know, when I finally got to go see my son on the on the what is it called? Uh, yeah, that thing. So it's a second trimester. Sonogram. Man, that's the word. I know words. Sonogram. I got to see him for the first time because, of course, with COVID, I was not allowed to go in there. But now I got to see him for the first time. I even got a 3D image on him. Amazing. It is really awesome to finally really get to see my son live in action. He's alive and well kicking, huh? Yes. Frank, we must know the keto steps have continued, Frank, or have you slacked? Well, I didn't slack, but for some reason, um, I did gain this week. I don't know why, but um, I did. We um, too much meat, Frank. I don't know. We left. We left here. Uh, or, or we went to South Carolina for the weekend, and then I got back uh, this afternoon. So. Went to see my sister-in-law and uh, maybe up there. I don't know. I'm trying mm. to figure out what it is I ate that I shouldn't have, but I don't know. You know what, Frank? I forgive you for one week you're allowed to cheat this week. But yeah. while we're rounding up all the things that are going on in our life, we had a lot of things go on the last week, Frank, that we got to talk about. A lot of this is a news day because uh, some, some significant things did happen this week uh, that we really need to talk about. So let's just start with the big news that kind of happened uh, while we were kind of recording. But there is a new feature inside of an app called Fortnite. Have you heard of that, Frank? Yes, my grandsons play it all the time. Yep, it is a very popular game where you build stuff and shoot people, right? Yeah, you, you fly in. Yep. And, uh, yep, that's what it is. Yep. It's a, a first-person shoot-em-up game. Well, what happened is they decided to add a new direct payment option in Fortnite, but that basically skirts the Apple's in-app purchase rules. And as of... August 13th, Apple has pulled Fortnite from the App Store. So Fortnite is no longer available because it violated those terms. Uh, Obviously, that is not allowed based on everything. And uh, Fortnite decided to put out a very nice video that actually imitated Apple's 1984 uh, commercial that was very popular for the Super Bowl. They kind of turned it around Apple and said Apple's the one kind of being... The, the guy on the screen now. Have you seen that, Frank? Yeah, 
I have, and you know, um, this whole situation, uh, it's kind of weird because Apple used Epic Games in their presentation. It was a big deal when they came on board. I don't know how this sits with me. I mean, if if Apple does something for them, then then that's going to give all the other developers, they'll be able to look at that and say, hey, now they have favored status. Right. So now we have to have that. Right, and they, right. and they have all, and there's a lot of people that are already mad at Apple because they're 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 they do bend the rules for some people. Now, a lot of people may not realize that hey, they also have that longer time frame with them, so I think everything kind of goes down. But even so, right. there are some apps, uh, I think, that get a little way with some of the uh, things for the revenue. Yeah, but this is this is pretty big because I think it also addresses the security issue. A lot of parents let their kids purchase stuff from Fortnite knowing that it's going through the Apple steps mm -hmm. and it's it's secure now if they put in place their outside purchasing then I'd have to question okay is my information my credit card number and all that as secure as it is with Apple plus the 30% you know Right. Apple looks to get 30% of that, and Fortnite doesn't want to give it to them anymore. Correct. Now, there is a follow-up to this uh, because of that happening. There was a now a, uh, there was a lawsuit. Uh, Epic says that Apple threatens catastrophic response in two weeks if Fortnite doesn't comply with the rules. Uh, so they're planning to cut the developer off completely, which means they won't be able to build any apps for not only iOS but Mac as well. And now yeah. a lawsuit has started, and they are going to be also excluded from the Apple Developer Program, so they will not be provided the tools necessary to be on an iOS platform. So it is now uh, there is now a lawsuit with Epic against Apple. So the, filing a blockbuster antitrust lawsuit, claiming it's illegal restrictions on the distribution of iOS apps. Well, so Apple has not said anything about it. Uh, they violated the terms and conditions based on the agreement. They went ahead and did it anyway, and now right. it's time for the fight. Well, you know, Will, if you want to get your product into a brick-and-mortar store, you have to meet certain conditions. If you wanted to sell something at Home Depot, you would have to meet their conditions. If you don't want to do that, then your product won't be sold there. Mm -hmm. I don't see how this is any different. You can't agree to those terms and conditions and then say, oh, you know what? We have such a following. Um, I don't like those terms and conditions anymore. You know, mm. I don't think you can do that. You say, well, if you don't like it, then I'll go be somewhere it. else. Well, now here's what the question is. Now, does it hurt Apple more than Fortnite or Fortnite more than Apple? Um, well, I think that's going to, it remains to be seen. I, I think... I don't want to say it will hurt them both equally, but it, but it is going to hurt both of them. Mm -hmm. Now, the point, the question is, will everyone that plays Fortnite on their iPhone go over to some other platform? Right. I don't know. We'll see. And Apple did send a warning letter on, on August 14th. They're giving them until August 28th to make the changes, which I don't see them doing. And uh, that will then go into a lawsuit, which I don't know how Fortnite's going to win because it's Apple's rules. So I don't know how... Fortnite suing them because they're taking them off illegally is going to work. If they have 
contracts in place. I think they're just doing this just to get the attention and trying to get people on their side more so than Apple's side of it. Apple's already dealing with yeah. a lot of fighting right now with, with their App Store and everything. And it's like they're just trying to put so much heat on Apple because they think everyone's thinking Apple's wrong on taking whatever percentage they're taking or, you know, what the rules are. You know, you don't have to be on that platform. But I hate to say it, that is the biggest platform to be on. Right. And the other thing is, Epic wins. What's to say that all of the other terms and conditions can't be challenged? In other words, if I have a an adult graphic app that I want to put on the App Store, well, those types of apps are not allowed. So now I could turn around and sue them and say, hey, you have to let me on. If and when that happens, there goes the privacy issues and the parental control issues. It's going to be hard. I think it's going to take a few years to figure it out. And I think it's just, you know, something that's very big on the news right now. And Apple's been in the news the last couple of months about this whole thing. Speaking of subscriptions, Apple, this was a big rumored uh, item that we talked about before. But Apple plans on introducing a new subscription service. It is being called Apple One as of October. This was found, I believe, in some code that was inside of the 13.5.5. It was a bundle offer or bundle subscription. And this was a rumor uh, that would allow customers to subscribe to several different digital services together to lower the monthly price of their subscriptions. So an example is they might have a one package that includes Apple Music and Apple TV Plus, while there's added features with Apple Arcade, maybe then Apple News, and then iCloud. Uh, So the idea is that you're going to save a couple bucks per month depending on the plans that they open up for you uh this is definitely something they have to do this is like been waiting i would say two years for this to happen they have too many subscription services now that bundling them together is the is going to make the most sense and it keeps people in the ecosystem even more to do yeah. it i i would agree and i i think um i would like to see it where a customer can pick and choose what they want in other words i have apple music for my family I have Apple TV Plus. I did have Apple Arcade, but the kids didn't play it, so I backed out of it. And uh, but I do have iCloud, right? Where I I buy 200 gig. So I would like to be able to bundle those. Now I don't use Apple News. No um, one does. <laughs> so don't well, worry about that. And then what was the other one? Apple News and. Well, you have Apple Music. You have Apple TV Plus. You have you have Apple Arcade. You have Apple News, and you have iCloud. Yeah, I would I would like to bundle everyone except Apple News. And what I would like to see them add to this, and I think we talked about it a little bit before, is a bookstore subscription. Right. We're not there yet. But there is a rumor that there's going to be a fitness service uh, subscription as well. There is actually a rumor of that. I, I saw that. Now, I don't know. I guess that would, that, that would work. Um, I know... Uh, Pelotron's stock took a hit when that rumor came out. Uh, you know that that bike that uh, has that app on it that you can you have your trainer right there in front of you on the screen. Because when people come out with subscription services like this, it's gonna hurt ones that already exist that have already taken advantage of. But face it, when you're in the ecosystem, it's not something you have to get separately. It's already built on there. That's the key. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, think of it now. Think of where we were. Like Apple Music basically has taken over things like Pandora. It's not competing with Spotify. And I think at some point Apple Music will take over Spotify. In some ways it has. But there's also Apple TV Plus and Apple News Plus, which really no one's using. And if they're using Apple TV Plus, it's because they got it with something, either a student or they got it with a new purchase. So they got it included for a year. And this is the idea, I think, to say, hey, I'm, we're going to put Apple News Plus and Apple TV Plus. It helps drive subscription numbers. So it looks, it looks good. That yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the idea of it. Now, if what I'm do you paying, think the pricing is going to be right. So that's the key. Now, I pay for the highest tiered plan for iCloud. So I do have the highest possible plan because I put everything up there. So I guarantee you, I'm taking this bundle no matter what because I'm. You know, the only services I don't have is Apple News Plus, and I did try Apple Arcade, but I stopped. Uh, but if I'm going to get the same thing, if I'm going to get all that together, well, then I get to take advantage of it. Now, if I remember I have it or not is the question. But, right, you know, right. Apple One's, I think it's a great name, too, by the way. Uh, I think that's a terrific name to go with. So that's the rumor going around with Apple One. Do you have anything to say more about that, Frank, or you think that's like a open and shut? I think it'll do well. I just need to see what the discounting is going to be. Apple Arcade was what five bucks a month. Four ninety nine. Yep. Right. Uh, Apple TV Plus is six ninety nine. And Apple Music, which I have for my family, is fifteen. I use two hundred gig iCloud storage. I forget what the price is for that. Mm -hmm. But um, I would like to see five bucks is five bucks, but. I'd like to see a little more if I could see like 10 or 15. I think that'd be good. I would say if we can get it to at least 40 bucks a month, because I'm looking at if I take my Apple Music, this is all family too, plus. Remember, think about family sharing as well. Right. Your family sharing all these things. So you have $15, I'm thinking five, five, and five for Apple TV Plus, News, and Arcade, plus your, your whatever plan you're paying for monthly for your iCloud. You know, I'm right. thinking like if we can get it to $45 and you get the highest amount of storage for iCloud, I think that I think people would do it. Two terabytes is the highest. Isn't yep. It? It's a lot of storage. I mean, that's for sure. I think I think the storage plan is going to be different for everybody. I think that's what the price is going to be a little different. But for someone like me who already owns like the highest amount of storage for I have a 1.6 terabytes left in there. So I'm using 400 gigs of this wow. iCloud storage. Because uh, that's including photos as well. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to be the perfect fit for that. You know, Frank, you might be convinced to go up. Yeah, if I'm convinced to go up, then I, I mean, I put everything out there. I need to convince my wife to take all of her stuff and put it out there as well. Yep. I, uh, I definitely would talk to some other, the other folks in the family and say, hey, you know, you may want to consider this because... If they bundle it properly, you can save some money, and it's a secure place to save everything. Right, and and it should be. That's why I use it. You know, it's it's very very convenient. Now, over the weekend as well, Apple has decided to expand their independent repair program as well. This is now great for the Apple Store side of things that we came from, because now not only are iPhones eligible to be repaired. They're also expanding it to Macs now. So there is an independent repair program to now include Macs. And just today, they have announced a little bit more about the details. So a, a little details about it now. The iPhone is being serviced by other stores. And basically how it works is that you 
have someone else comes in for an issue, you may have one or two, I was told, you only get about one or two screens. You don't get like a stock supply like we do. They get a smaller supply. You have to be certified to do the repairs and you do it in-house, but sometimes you may not be able to do the repair right away. Well, this independent repair program is going to give access to Apple Genuine Parts, Tools, and Training starting August 17th. All Mac models are covered and is limited to out-of-warranty Mac repairs. Uh, examples of components that are allowed to be fixed are your displays, logic board, and your top case. Repair shops must have Apple certified technicians to perform the repairs. Participating repair shops are not permitted to offer whole unit replacements. Repair center shops cannot ship Macs to the Apple Repair Center. In the middle of this as well, they have also updated some parts prices. So it looks like there might be an increase of pricing now. And that's probably to compensate them to get, you know, to give them money. I think they have to get something out of the deal. Yeah. So a lot of these shops have, have may have had Apple repair guys, but they probably got third-party parts or from somewhere else. Um, but now this is giving the opportunity to do Max, which is a, a pretty amazing deal. So what do you think, Frank? Well, I, I think it's going to come in handy for those people that uh, would have to travel um, a fair amount, a fair distance to get to an Apple store. Um, if they can just go to a Best Buy or wherever um, and have it done by a certified technician, it's going to benefit them. But if you're close to an Apple store, I would always, always go to an Apple store. Yeah, and I, and I, and I totally agree with that. However, if you're not near one, which there are a lot of people, especially more in the central of the U.S. that don't have like are not like and have a big city, this is yeah. going to be good for some repair shops, and this is going to be good for stuff like Best Buy, and who knows if Best Buy? I'm sure Best Buy is going to be one of those uh, people that are going to be allowed to have that there. Hopefully, they are. I think they do. Well, they do screen repairs now, so I can only imagine they're going to do uh, Max there. Just uh, ask people to be cautious because. Uh, I had an experience before I was an Apple employee when I bought my first Mac. I had an issue with it. I took it to, that's before Quaker Bridge was around, and um, I took it to a certified repair place, and it was covered under warranty. Mm. But then he turned around and charged me $150, which he should not have done, but I didn't know. Okay. So I paid it, mm. but um, I never, ever recommended that place. And um, once Quaker Ridge opened, they were a place that some technicians would recommend, and they were pretty local. And I would, I would never, never, ever recommend them just because they did that. I mean, they were getting paid top dollar from Apple, Apple Care that I had purchased and they turned around and charged me anyway yeah. and they wouldn't give me my machine until I paid the bill mm. so I, that was very unfair yeah and, and and I don't think there's too many of those experiences anymore I, I, I could tell you Apple is trying to give more control back to the repair and uh, you know, there, you know that guy Lewis. That's uh, that guy Lewis. That's like a, he has like a Mac shop in New York, and he's a very he's very big on wanting, you know, the right to repair. 
and he yes. repairs like Max there. He actually can help fix liquid damage. He actually solders new chips on the board itself, which is totally against Apple's warranty, but he knows how to do it. But he's very anti-hating Apple. He just hates Apple and how they just won't let people do what they want. They're giving right. more options now. Now, is it going to be like what that, what that guy Lewis wants? No, but it's definitely more options, and it gives you more spots to take it. And if they if people have to go through the same training as geniuses do, as far as repair-wise, then you should be able to trust a Best Buy or trust other stores that you can go to. Or There's a company called iStore here in our local New Jersey area that does it. They have like three shops up in, in up North Jersey, and they, that's all they do all day is they repair machines all day, and they make the most money out of out of warranty repair. So I'm curious, you know, how that changes. How much does Apple get, or how much do these places get? You know, is it worth it for them to be a part of this program? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would also like to see something where a customer, if they did have a problem with a particular repair center, that they could go on to the Apple Support app and report it and have Apple do some research and help them resolve an issue. I, I don't think that's unreasonable. True. So I would like to see something like that where, because if, if a outlet has so many complaints, then they should be able to be removed from the list. Speaking of some changes this week, uh, Apple has renamed Beats 1 to Apple Music 1. They took it off, and of course, there is no subscription required for Apple Music 1. They are launching two live radio stations. One's called Apple Music Hits, which will play popular songs from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and Apple Music Country, spotlighting country music. So these are completely free. You can... Don't need to have a subscription to get this. They just did a renaming today. Uh, so I tried to listen to it a little bit. It just started up today. For Do you ever listen to Beats 1, Frank? I, I never did because it was it was not... Um, well, I shouldn't say that. You could select different uh, genres. And yeah, I did. I would listen to some jazz. I would listen to some country, some oldies, that kind of stuff. Mm. So I did listen to it, but I didn't listen to the, the Beats DJs. Um, I just wasn't into the more... Not your style. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. I tried to listen to a little bit today. There was some music playing I didn't I didn't really know, but I only played like one song, so it wasn't like there wasn't much for me to listen to. But that's just a small change they just came out with uh, while we were about to record this uh, today. And the final thing I wanted to talk about was Apple Care Plus, because the rumors are circulating that Apple is going to extend the amount of time that customers have to purchase or subscribe to Apple Care Plus... Right now, customers have 60 days to, after buying their device to sign up, but that is extending to one year for United States and Canada are planning on doing that. And by the way, Canada just started depot service, which um, that's 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 a good thing. Uh, so apparently the rumor is that they are they share this with retail staff and, and customer support this morning. So it gives them an opportunity. Now, I wonder if this is going to be for extreme circumstances where they didn't get Apple Care, maybe over the phone they give it to them, or if this is going to actually now be at a full extension. What do you think, Frank? Uh, well, here's the thing. Um, There's a thing, Frank. Tell us the thing. In the old, old scenario, you had 60 days to purchase it, but when you purchased it, the start date was the purchase date of the product, not from the day you purchased Apple Care Plus. 
I would imagine they're going to use the same rule here. So if you purchase Apple Care Plus, let's say in your 11th month of owning the product, and it's going to cover it for three years, it's still going to start from the date that you purchased the iPhone or the Mac or whatever. Yeah. Do you feel uh, this was a big ripoff for me when Apple Care went to Apple Care Plus because I wasn't allowed to buy Apple Care Plus because I bought my computer in November. They came out with it the next year in I think April, and they wouldn't allow me to get Apple Care Plus, yeah. only regular Apple Care, which was really really annoying. So I didn't end up yeah. getting Apple Care for the first time ever since having a Mac. Thank God I didn't have to use it. Apple Care Plus is definitely is a good value. I would get it on all my Macs going forward. You know, you don't want to pay. $800 for these screens on a 15-inch Mac to go bad. You really just don't want yeah. to pay that. You want to pay – it's much better to pay $59 or, or you know, $99 or, or $299 instead of paying that. So, yeah. you know, and the good thing is Apple, uh, Apple Care Plus is an option for customers who play with uh, – who use their installments on the Apple Card. So I don't know if the Apple Card has something to do with it. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering if they're doing this temporarily or if they're going to be going further with it. But I think it's a good idea. I think more time. But it makes it harder to sell it the day of. That That's the main thing you're going to have a problem with yeah. extending it. That was always the problem with the regular Apple Care too. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, I have a year to get it. And then, of course, they don't get it. Uh, and right, that always right. happened. I think Apple Care happens and then they're like, oh, nobody told me about I it. I like Apple Care Plus on 60 days because I think that is enough time to make that decision. And it convinces you just to take care of it now, because then when you what we're gonna see at the Genius Bar is that oh I didn't know Apple Care was good for a year I didn't know about it. the the person never told me like right, we get right. that all the time I'm gonna tell you right now if you go to an Apple store every specialist is, should bring up Apple Care if there is someone that doesn't they should be fired immediately yes that's very strict but I honestly feel that way it's it's a very important product um, like you said. The ramifications for not getting it, if something should happen to your device, uh, can be catastrophic. Uh, it can be extremely cost prohibitive, and it covers it for, you know, what is it, three years? And the two actual damage coverages. You get water damage, and they replace the unit. You drop it, they replace the unit. Come on, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Yes. So How this would be. Did you deal with when somebody dropped it and you're like, "There's nothing we can do." You you dealt with that a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, every, all all the time. It, 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 reality is, people think they have Apple Care and they don't. And back in the day, when it comes to the Apple Care originally, you know, when it didn't cover physical damage. It still was very hard to sell. There's no physical damage coverage on it. You kind of had to right. say, well, if you if you get Apple Care, if you go to your credit card company, you could get that. And now it's been three years since this Apple Care Plus has been out, at least a little more than that. And it's been, I think it's such an easy value to grab. They only went up like 20 bucks compared to the previous yeah. one, too. Yep. It wasn't like it was a major change in the price. Yeah. And especially on an iMac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though iMacs don't move that much, I mean, on a laptop, you should you should be getting it regardless. Even on an iPhone, you should be getting it. You're going to pay, would you rather pay $250 for an iPhone screen or would you rather pay hey, 49 I got it on my earbuds. You got Apple Care on your earbuds? Well, AirPods. I'm oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to give you a little trick with that, folks, and I, I'm going to tell you why I don't believe in it. It's what, $29, right, to get Apple Care on that? Yes. Okay. So they have 
the truth is, they, I don't think they really have an AirPods testing for them. What I have done is when my one year is up, I set a reminder on my phone about a couple days before. And I say, hey, my battery's not lasting too long on my AirPods. Uh, they have no way to test that. They have to just go off your word, and they change them out. Now, that's up right now. I don't know if they changed anything, so I've not been there. Yeah. But I know the last time I changed my headphones out because my battery, I know that your batteries are going to go out. Try to set a reminder in your phone. Find out your warranty by looking up your serial number. Go right. and find out when that warranty expires. Maybe a week before, go to an Apple store, tell them your battery's not working great, and guess what? They, they're not going to have anything on you to, to tell you different. So they'll switch out your two buds for you, and then you get fresh buds. You should do that at some point. I got to ask you a question. Oh, uh, this would be a good question. Go ahead. What's your opinion on the upgraded AirPods? Pros, you have to get them. I have both pairs. When I was on the bus and going up to New York, having that noise proof was a humongous deal for me. Oh, and my Siri went off. When I was going to New York, having the original AirPods was great, but the tapping thing was always like a weird thing for me. It's like you had to hit it real hard. Like sometimes, or you're like you're really tapping on your ear, you know. Right. What's changed with this one is that it's just a touch. Now sometimes I forget which side I have noise canceling on and where I have Siri on. That's something I forget sometimes. But the noise proofing, like when I'm vacuuming right now, even when I vacuum or I'm outside watering the plants or something where I want to be by myself to ignore my wife, I <laughs> love having the AirPods Pro. So for all you husbands out there that just want to ignore your wife for about 30 minutes and listen to our podcast, that is the thing for you. All right, Frank, you so go. you're going to go get yourself some AirPod Pros, and we are out of time for the rest of the day, Frank. So we want to thank you for again coming on for another week of the Think Different Podcast, sir. Hopefully these audio issues will sound great. We'll find out right after this because, you know, Frank didn't bring a microphone with him when he decided to travel, and he doesn't want to go get one. So One thing I forgot. Yeah, well... well, well it's, a, it's been a pleasure as always. Always. Always, sir. Always, sir. And the, the best part of the end of this week, we're getting baby furniture. The reality oh. is starting to set in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the Think Different Podcast, and we hope you're back next Friday for another episode of the Think Different Podcast.